Coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the noisiest cigar shop east of this west, this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, fucking cigars, etc. All right, Pat, what do you say? Well, it's not as noisy as Ash, but it is noisy in here at Grumpy Cigar and Lounge up in Hudson, New Hampshire. All right, our panel of hacks for this installment are, of course, uh, Pat McGroy. So, you know how I said I, I'm indigenous because I smoked tobacco a couple of weeks ago? A couple yeah. Months ago. Well, no joke. I just found out I literally am part indigenous. My grandmother's <laughs> grandfather, I just found this out. My grandmother's grandfather is actually Native American in Quebec, Canada. You in Pocahontas World. But that's not yeah. Native so, American. That's Native. Well, it's Can- North Canadian. Yeah, but Native. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chief McGroin. You're Canadian. So you're you're right. a Canuck. Where the heck are we? <laughs> you're more Eskimo than you are Indian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our next hack is uh, Reverend Harvey. Oh, no, there's over here. Hallelujah. 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 Well, hello, everybody. We're at Grumpy's place, but I don't think anybody's grumpy here. No, no, no. Hell no. Yeah, we have a good, good, good show tonight. Uh, uh, get you a good drink, relax, and let us make you feel happy. Okay. All right, now we got Wild Bill. All right, here it is. Look at that body. <laughs> Hey, hello, everyone. It's been a couple weeks since I've been on one, so I'm glad to be back. Looking forward to this uh, hidden herf tonight. Uh-huh. Okay, it's uh, Hunter Rick. You prance along, you get thirsty, you spot a little brook, put your little dear lips down to the cool, clear water. Bam! A f***ing bullet rips off part of your head. Your brains are laying on the ground in little bloody pieces. Now I ask you, would you give a what kind of pants the son of a bitch who shot you was wearing? There you go. I love it. I love it. Well, here at Grumpy, so uh, hope everybody can hear the show and uh, let's kick it, kick back, and uh, let's see if we can enjoy it. Okay, and then uh, it's Mr. Olive Oil himself over here, Costas. I was in the olive oil business with his father, but that was a long time ago. That's all. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Great to be here. At Grumpy's, I had stopped by yesterday, but they weren't open in time. Oh, you came too early. I came too early. Yeah, that's all. That's, 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 that's the no problem. Hey, what's the plug? You it. I, I stepped right in there. All right, whatever. So I'm gonna get up early in the morning. That beat us. It's uh, Chuck. Chuck. What's your new room? Oh, the fiddler. Fiddler. Welcome to the podcast. It's been a couple of weeks, so I'm glad to be back. It's smoky and it's uh, loud, but we're still having a great time here at Grumpy. Yeah, Just enjoy the show. All right, it's uh, Mr. Uh, oh, we're going to Sparky. Oh, you guys switched off on me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sparky. We thought the order was going on the way. All right, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, Jim the Sparky here at Grumpy's having a very grumpy day. You know, yeah. glad to be here and uh, excited to smoke this in Herf. All right, and then right next to him is uh, the uh, general contractor, always almost done himself. Just finished up our deck here. People keep asking me, Taylor, why didn't you put a handrail on the stairs? My answer is I'm going to. Just need a couple more days. Couple more days construction. Always almost done. Yeah, yeah, always almost done. Alex is here. Alex the GC here at Grumpy's. Excited for this episode. Let's go. Alrighty. Matt. Matt, special yes. guests. So we got uh, two special guests tonight. Uh, one has been on before, and the other has we've been trying to get on for six years. It is Nick Goss. Alright, here we go. I looked at my kingdom, I was finally there. To sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. I'm not too sure what's going on. I saw a line and decided to, to stand in it, and uh, here we are, I guess. You <laughs> <laughs> right. have a choice. That's the, that's the room for the men's room. Line there we men. go. Yeah. It's perfect. Okay. All right. And then we got another very special guest. Yeah, send that over to Joey there. We got Joey, the godfather. Uh, the godfather, who's also the sharp-dressed man. man. Oh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Just like swing. Joey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you. Tell him, Joey. <laughs> and stay with my beer, Bill. <laughs> Okay, this is your. Is that everybody? Yeah. yeah also produces. Oh, well, we got a couple of the guests who will jump in later, but uh, we'll get to them later. All right, this is your uh, humble announcer producer, Sagar Dave. To the man! The man! Uh, what nobody just knows and knows, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. All right, uh, segment's glued. Hidden Earth Mind Scar Review. We got a nice, big, fat. Is this a Toro or so, a Gordo yeah. or what is So, it? vital stats on this uh, cigar. Well, just what it's is it? Toro. 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 All right. Ring gauge 52. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll get to that in a minute. Hang on. Okay. And uh, then we got uh, uh, local spotlight Sorry. Sky Lounge review. We have Grumpy's. We're going to talk about the new Grumpy's here. And then we yep. got Controversy Corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with Hidden Earth Reveal. Hidden Earth Recap. Find us all over the usual places Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarx.com. And Facebook. And Facebook. Wow. Yeah. It's another one of those long intros. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Okay, so we got a cigar here. We want to smoke a cigar. Now you can tell us about the cigar, Chuck. Okay, it's a Toro, as we said before, six and eighth inch length, uh, ring gauge 52. Country of origin, Nicaragua. Wrapper is Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian Habano Rosado. Binder is Nicaragua, and filler is Nicaragua. Okay. Nice. All right. And, I should uh, like this. And so, uh, well, cold draw, what do you got? A little uh, spice on the cold draw. A little nutty, nutty cinnamon on the foot. Smells, got, tastes like almonds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find no aroma. It's kind of chewy. <laughs> There's no aroma to the dry. I'm yeah, I don't getting, smell anything. I'm getting like a slight hint of like a leather smell, but not much. Yeah, nothing on the. I got a little something on the foot there. Just the cold draw. I'm not faint. getting too much. It's more of like a uh, hemlock. What? Are you just making 
up now? No. Hemlock? Yeah. Hemlock. He's a horticulturist. I don't when know we, if you remember When was that. the last time you sucked on a hemlock? Well, I, I spread yards of hemlock mulch all year, every year. So. Any day that ends in Y. Yeah. 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 So it's hemlock mulch. Okay. Sign yeah, light like this. Kind of like a Ricky's not here, but it's still loud. That's the goal, man. So, Nick, you should sit right in with this. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, I feel like I'm not getting the full hacked experience with Mr. Rip not here. I, I demand a redo. Um, oh, yeah, I can do that anytime. All right. Well, you know what? Anytime he's not in Florida. He did try to call in. And speaking of which, Four times. he called in, and so we had to restart because uh, he called as soon as I hit go, he called and. Yep. and uh, interrupted everything. What a Rick thing to do. <laughs> so he's down in Tampa at the Sterling Club, and he's down there with like a dozen guys from the Two Guys Seabrook store. They're all down there golfing this week. And so he's down there with Teddy. It's good to be the case. Teddy and uh, Brad and uh, all those guys down there. So hello from uh, Florida from Rick and the guys. I definitely taste like, that Sumatra. It's, it's good. Taste some Sinatra on it? Yes. Yeah, Sinatra. Sinatra. Ah. Sinatra. Sinatra. I'm getting like yeah, a fruity taste from it. I got a little bit of vanilla. <laughs> wow, we are all over the place. I'm getting some spice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get more of that. I get the vanilla. Like, this is this one of the ones that are on that table? Uh, I don't know if I'm uh, contractually allowed to no, answer no. that. Is I'll take that, that as a uh, yes. It's, uh, it's not. It's on a, so need to know basis. So, Dave, uh, I have a proposal. That we do the uh, interview we did with Nick Goss at the expo, maybe oh. at some point. Oh, yes. we could do that. Maybe, maybe you can wanna, start off. Do you want to play that or do you want to do another Is that one? the one where you called Christian Aurora Eric Espinosa? <laughs> yeah. And, and then he a, corrected uh, you and you continued to call him well, Eric Espinosa. Yeah, but, but I fixed it. So <laughs> but I fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah. never happened. That, that never, was a bad dream. Happened. It was a bad dream, yeah. The, the I don't remember much about that day. But. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a lot going on. So I mean, we can play it now or later or whatever. But yeah, we can play that. Somebody needs to do the troops. Oh yes, Would you like to do the troops. I'll do the troops. Guys, big shout out to our troops overseas and abroad, all over the place. A big thank you to you, uh, fighting the good fight, as Ricky would say. Uh, big thank you to the men in blue, men in red, EMTs, our nurses, teachers, everybody. Big thank you to all you guys. And those uh, much-needed snowplowers on the road and, and yes. emergency service yeah. workers. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Even though I'm not doing it anymore, I just want doing to... Our, do, doing our due diligence, plowing everything out. Yeah. That's it. Plowing it? Plowing it. Sounds like a personal way thing. Way back. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we got Nick on the line here. Yes. Hi, Nick. We've been, trying to, we've been trying to connect with you for years. I mean, literally, five or six years. I thought it was on it years back. But we never made it. Uh-huh. We, we, almost, we set it up, and then it didn't happen, and then no. we now, tried to do it again, and he Now we're you're finally, making me feel guilty. We had to me chase feel like it a down. bad friend. No. Like, <laughs> uh, we heard you were going to be out there, so one of those. Is this, is this an interview or an intervention? It's, I feel like uh, surrounded now. But we'll let you know what it's all over with. <laughs> oh, good. So uh, yeah, so just what what uh, what are you repping tonight over here, Grumpy's? So so Grumpy's uh, they they pulled the trigger and brought in a, a little bit of a lot. They they have um, 
uh, a good sampling of Espinosa. Uh, I got some Cavalier, some Dapper, some Asylum cigars, some some Goss cigars. Uh, yeah, they're these guys are doing it right, man. They're they're really breathing breathing some life into this new place, and and the support's been it's just been overwhelming. Yeah, it's good. Good. Hey, I wanted to ask you about the, the whole Goss cigar thing and how you yes. how that happened. Yeah, you have your own brand, basically. Uh, th- that's what people are telling me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, did, or did somebody just happen to put one out that's called Goss and you took it yeah, out? Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, just engulfed it, just <laughs> yeah. took it and ran. No, so that's that's um, uh, my buddy Brian Matola, uh, part owner of Cavalier, but also part owner of their factory um, FCT down at Danley, Honduras. He's, he's been one of my biggest fans. Uh, he's been telling people even before I had a brand that Nick Goss is, is my favorite cigar brand. So we <laughs> we, we, we tried a cigar back uh, October, I believe, of 2022 to kind of test the waters, get some feedback. I came out with a cigar in association with Cavalier. We did 300 boxes. Excuse me, I'm, I'm getting overclimped. Um, <laughs> it was it was received very well. It turned very well, so we decided to pull the trigger and go forward with it. So the cigars are coming out of uh, FCT right now. I have two core lines, both in four sizes: the uh, the Goss Dayman and the Goss Nightman, uh, both in a robusto, a Toro, a Gordo, and a Lonsdale Deluxe, which is just Ooh, made up word, yeah. but but it sounds nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah it does. You I, I also came out with another limited cigar, uh, the, the Goss Hot August Nights live at the Greek Amphitheater, because, you know, what? why, why the f*** not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got a little bit of tobacco uh-huh. from Paraguay. It's, it's, it's unique. It's you got to have a little like bit you. of fun. Like, like you say, unique or eunuch? <laughs> <laughs> one we know, one we're not sure of. Yep. Yeah. Wait till I sing. <laughs> hey, Nick, you're a funny guy. Hey, just like a mushroom. <laughs> hey, stop talking about funny how. Like that, will you? Yeah, funny how. How am I funny? <laughs> Keep him in the dark and treat him <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, no, it's been received very, very well. I just opened up account number 56. Uh, so it's well, it's gaining steam. Congrats. It's getting there. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. 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 Fifty six accounts for the gospel line. That's correct. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen them. We've been down. We're down in Rhode Island. And we saw a bunch down there. Yeah. Mister Cigar, uh, the White Ash, um, a few other places had the goss line. So yep. It's yep. It's it's like a virus, really. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It is. So you got to take so, vaccines for it, right? Mm. Yeah. Viruses and fungus. Don't push your politics on me, buddy. <laughs> so, Nick, in starting up your own line, yes. what did you find to be the most difficult part of it? Was it the marketing? Was it the blending? What um, that's a good question. I, I, the marketing I've always had fun with, so the marketing came pretty pretty natural to me. Probably the blending. The blending was new to me. I had to go down there, work, work with the guys, and, and still, it, it's... You know, I'm I'm nobody that's going to be able to tell you, you know, the the ins and outs of, of tobacco. A lot of the other guys have forgotten more about tobacco than than, than I'll, I'll ever learn, for God's sakes. Um, so it, it was kind of the the first one we did. Kind of started off is is like like easy, was it shake and bake chicken? Mom, mom made shake and bake chicken, and, and I helped. But but I, I'm, I'm getting more I'm getting more and more with it. So it's you know it, it's just been a fun process. And I helped. So um, you have two cigars. Which one is your favorite? Oh, come on. That's like saying, which kid's your favorite? It's a loaded truck. Come on Come on. (laughs) But you also, do you you sell these? Like you sell, you you work with Christian. 
and you sell the asylums and everything. That's else. correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the Cavaliers, and so it's a big, big package. Kind of well, yeah. well, that's what yes, she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, so Nick, is. I might have screwed up. Yeah. Nick, so did did you did this come from the table over there or not? I, I'm not. Again, I'm not sure contractually if I uh, am allowed to answer that question. Well, he probably gave us the wrong. Somebody question. asked that I before. I said no, but it may be yes. I don't know. No, yeah. it doesn't matter. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. narrows it down too much. If you tell me. It's okay. It is a good cigar. But it's pretty mild for yeah. initially. I'm not. It's pretty. <laughs> Pretty mild for the dark, dark wraps. So this is. I'm not crying. I got smoke in my eye. Mm-hmm. I'm glad this isn't on video. It looks like I'm crying. It is going to be on video. <laughs> video. Well, you, you got the sunglasses on. Yes. Oh, oh, it is on video. Oh no. Oh no. I'm not crying. Hey, don't don't, don't put us on no milk cottons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is. Uh, oh. This is one of your lines, then. Uh, y- y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of those brands, right? Yeah. Okay. Is this a, it's dap- a shameless plug? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this a dapper? I, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to answer. Truck has uh, to say yes or no. Yes, it's okay. a dapper. Oh, all right. it is a dapper. Okay. okay, so it's not a no. Okay, dapper. I didn't get to use the button. <laughs> I want to read the button right ahead. There's no yes on it. That was right. <laughs> that was right. Yeah. That was right. Yeah, I've never is, had a dapper. Is it an Espinosa? Now he can't, oh, find, he the can't find the button. He doesn't know where to press the button. No, put it on your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> put it up to his ear. <laughs> Don't put it up your ass. Put it on the microphone. There you go. You get to use the button. <laughs> so, so, Nick, so I... Um, Nick, I, I read your bio. I was talking to you before we got in here. Yeah, this, that, this... that was an old, old bio I did for one of the retail shops I was working at. It's... It, it's mostly true. Mostly. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you and, seem you seem pretty honest in it. You know, you said your mother gave you your first cigar, and then you at five, at five, yeah, she insisted. At five, and yeah, then yeah. and then said that's not true. So. <laughs> <laughs> so if that was at a retail shop, but that was a long time ago. That's a long, long time ago, right? Long time ago. <laughs> one of the one of the very intriguing things I read on that, which I'm curious, was sure. it's just a, a drunken weekend, or or what was it? You decided down in Vegas to just become an ordained reverend. I did. I did. Oh, uh, oh we yeah. had a reverend yeah. on the podcast, too. I did. It, it was on a website. It was one of those, like, yeah, it's 2 in the morning. I can't sleep. <laughs> Let me reach out to the church of whoever wants to be a reverend. And, uh, yeah, they sent me a little plaque and everything. I got one of the, the clergy parking stickers. And well, it's, there you go. It's like, yeah. almost like the same thing when you get your dog. Uh, you get a, a security dog thing for your it, dog. It, exactly. I, I also... Uh, <laughs> I've adopted a whale, and I own a star. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> you went all out. There you yeah, go. You got the man. trifecta there. Yes. I wish I had known you had adopted me. <laughs> yep, yep. The other thing I read in there, too, is, is that you're, um, you also became one of the Freemasons. I uh, did. I did. I, I think I'm on the bad list now. I was going to say, you're still active? You still? <laughs> I, I joined at the wrong time, I believe is the saying, because okay. I... I, I I, I do this, I travel a lot, and when I'm not doing this, I'm with my daughter. I think we used to meet in Lemonstar on Tuesdays, and I just haven't been able to make it. Um, if they saw me now, they'd probably throw rocks at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it's a great organization. They do, you know, with all the stuff you watch on History Channel and all the secrets, 
it's just a bunch of old guys in tuxedos that buy jackets for kids that need jackets. Yep. And yep. a lot of the stuff they do, they don't take credit for because they're not doing it because they want credit. They're just just trying to do do some some good for the fellow right man. Yeah. Nice. So you're a traveling man. I am. I yep. am a traveling man. More than one context. Right? Yes. Yep. So I got one more question for you. Being a traveling man, as, as uh, Dave just said. Yeah. Um, I like to ask this of all the reps. Okay. What is, and, you know, obviously, you know, I know we're at Grumpy's and we're, we're here to promote Grumpy's and yeah. stuff. But um, I'd like to know, what what is your favorite cigar shop in the country? Oh, God. You know, it's it's kind of like saying, who's your favorite ex-girlfriend? Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, uh, I think there's, there's different types of cigar shops. It's like saying, you know, different types, like... Sometimes you don't want cloth napkins. Sometimes you want the greasy burrito from the food truck. And, uh, What's her I, name? I, I, I think the shops that do it the best are shops like Grumpy's, which is nice. You walk in. yeah. I mean, it's not leather-bound books and high back. But it's nice and it's comfortable. Personal. If you can yep. circle the nice and comfortable, then, then, then you're doing it right. Yeah. How was that for a cop out answer? To that, that was a good cop out. Thank you. That was a good cop out. I love them all. You, yeah. usually, usually, I get uh, like a cop out, and then somebody will actually give me an answer. Oh, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to throw you on the spot, but yeah. <laughs> all right. So, do you want to listen to the interview we did with you and Christian? Yeah, let's do it. Let's listen to that. We're here at Cigar Expo. New England Cigar Expo. New X- yeah. We're at the Aroa booth <laughs> with Christian Aroa. And Nick Goss, who's I wearing a that. Dave Garofalo button, which is awesome. That's Dave a nice Gar- button. Dave Garofalo himself yeah. gave me this button. Oh, put it the there right we, way. There you go. go. That's more better. Is that your pledge pin? Is that really what I sound like? Wow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just take the hat off, man. It's not going to work. Yes. I was go. trying. I was trying. For it. Right. No one's filming you. <laughs> There's no, uh, no video. It's audio only. I got a good so. face for audio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So how are you liking the uh, expo so far? Yeah. Listen, I'm actually very impressed. It was, you know, Dave's always been the one that always experiments and tries new things. Yeah. Obviously, last night it worked out really, really well. Even though the weather was so crappy yeah. outside, yeah. inside, we, we, you wouldn't even know it. Right. The sound was great. The food was really, really good. The atmosphere was awesome. And today, being it the first time that he does it, I see he filled every seat in the house. I think he probably got a couple hundred more people, oh, more yeah. than yesterday. Yeah. So I really like what he's done. I can't wait to see the micro wrestling. I'm looking forward to it. And then you got the show going on at the same time. So you got cigars, you got a show, you got wrestling, you got alcohol, you got pizza, you got Chinese, and then you got uh, New England chowder. Yeah. You got everything. Well, let's make it clear. No viruses are out there from the Chinese food, right? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) This is not conspiracy. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. So so Nick, so I know your brand, but I'm not like, so So does Christian make? No, no. So I, I, I'm here tonight, uh, today, tonight. They all blend together. I'm here supporting CLE Asylum. They picked me up as representation a couple of months ago, and you know, Christian's just a guy that's his family's been doing it for God a hundred years. Yeah, he's got a lot he can teach me, and I've been looking forward to, to working with him. And there then we go. really kind of going going all the lines all across the Northeast. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, it's a great event tonight, and uh, this they're doing the Cigar Authority right now and setting it up for the wrestling later, and uh, you got some beautiful ashtrays here. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, just a little bit of swag that we do. You, you buy a box, and you get some more swag. Everybody's got different items as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, we want something that's representative of the brand that people will like and, and someone we want to keep at their house. And that the wives don't mind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, Asylum, that's one of your biggest brands, right? Asylum is our biggest brand. Asylum was absolutely crazy. Yeah. What happened with that cigar? We ended up doing a 70 by 7, which we weren't the first to do it, but the first ones to do it really organized and do it in a good way. And all of a sudden, everybody started going crazy for that cigar. And it changed the business to the point that now 60 by 6 and 70 by 7 are the biggest sellers. So we, we were we started that trend. It did a lot. You know, the name had everything to do with it, the price, everything about it, the skulls, the look. It's a really a great cigar. Man. Yeah, my favorite it. in the asylum is 99 Problems. They have oh, Lancero. I just picked up a Lancero. Yeah, because <laughs> Dave recommended it. I still got to smoke The that. story behind that cigar is yeah. I hate Lanceros. <laughs> I hate Lanceros because everybody says, I love Lanceros, and you make them, and nobody buys them. Right. So I remember arguing with Tom, uh, Tom Lazuka. You know, we, we got uh, he wants to do a Lancero. I go, bro, I'll make a Lancero, but I'm not going to make a special box. So however many you can fit in a box of a silent 70 by 7 for the same length, that's what we, so 99 cigars would fit in there. Oh, I said, yeah. all right, let's just call it 99 Problems. Ah, there you go. That's a good idea. good marketing there. There you go. Yeah. I, I really so, like that cigar. So you got your CLE brand, too. How's yes. that doing these days? Christian, yeah, CLE is Christian Luis Heidoa. CLE is doing really well. It's number two for us. Yeah. CLE is it's not only all in the U.S., but spread you know, internationally. It's been a tremendous amount of growth the last two or three years. Real impressive. And you add to that the Aroa brand as well, which is our, our super premium brand, which we're constantly improving as far as the look, the feel. We are, we're developing three new farms now also to keep growing tobacco because we want to make sure that you know the weather, the climates are changing so much in Central Latin America. We got to have the good supply of tobacco. Yeah. So, so where are these farms? Where are you located? Uh, two more in Honduras, next to rivers and good sources of water. And another one's in South America that we're not announcing yet. Oh, wow. But that one's producing excellent tobacco. I just tried the first tobacco from that farm two days ago Wow. in Honduras. And I promise you, it was such a natural smile that the guy I was with, I was with uh, Rupert down there. Okay. And he sees me smile, and he goes, what are you doing? I go, bro, it's been $800,000 so far. It's been two and a half years of anything and everything that could go wrong, going wrong, and the tobacco worked. It was worth everything. That smile was such a tremendous smile. Nice. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that's where we're at. Good, man. Business has been good, and obviously you got some well-known brands and everything. And uh, Thank you. Yeah. But, oh. yeah so how's your plane? Yeah, it's doing well, man. Doing well. <laughs> doing I got one of my, uh, my teachers right here. Oh, okay. There you go. One of the American Airlines pilot over here, good friend. Yeah, yeah, the plane's doing well. Did so you fly up? No, no, no. no. We can't come. Two hundred bucks in America is tough to beat. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. last night that was. I mean, I was on your team there. And uh, sorry about that, man. That we were was so close. Yeah, we were so close. Luckily, you picked my number. Lucky number ten. Yeah. And uh, I got the cutting board and good. everything. And uh, it was it was uh, it was a fun night last night. And. and uh, yeah, and uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, the food was good. No, it was a good night, man. You know, we won, we won the Delorean one. That was the silent that won that one two yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. And so. this year, man, I thought, man, hey, I now, thought we we're gonna get. It. I, I really yeah. felt that we we're gonna get it. <laughs> well, next time, next time. Yeah, hopefully so. next time. All, All right. right, sounds well, good. Well, thanks for uh, talking oh, with us. Yeah, Bye, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Gentlemen, yeah. right. I appreciate you. Nick, we'll catch up with you. Thank you. All right. And there you have it. Yep. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So we, had, yeah, we got Christian on. Yeah. And the time delay. You're a broker and you pick up this 
this well-established, big, uh, 100-year-old family-known brand yeah. in the market. Their, their family literally invented the, the Kuroho wrapper. Anything you see with Kuroho, their family invents it. Wow. And you've been with them for like a month and a half, and the owner flies up and stands next to you. Yeah. And then you have these podcast guys come to you and say, Goss, <laughs> tell us all about your brand. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, um, I'm here with Christian Rower, and that's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, you know, you wake up early, you clean out your car, make it all nice and squeaky clean for them, and nothing yeah. could go wrong until... Until the hacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the presence. I mean, you had the I, pen. Well, thank you, thank you. you, you know, it means a lot. To and I did, you know, I did hang out with Christian a little bit the night before, so I want to learn yeah. more about you, you know. And, well, but it was a good time. All the rumors are true. Yeah. <laughs> but, I had my first Aurora the other night. It was awesome. That, really that, good. Well, you like the uh, the other one that was over on the table at the... The Dunn uh, button? No. Uh, I, it's like a Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, no, but I had the Aroa, and I'm, I bought four of those. I wish I bought eight. I'm going to yeah, get a box of those. I know a guy. I know a I guy. Like yeah. guy. <laughs> we, can, we can take care of you. You can hook me up. Perfect. No, I just tried that Asylum one. That Nick. one was really good. Nick. Yes. How yes. many How many brands do you represent? Uh, uh, I represent, you know, all, all the delicious, all the good brands. <laughs> <laughs> Who, d- depends who's asking. Who, who's asking? The olive oil guy. All of them. All of them. Nice. Olive. All of them. All of them. No, I... But, um... Yeah. So how long have you been in the business? So I've been... This is my... I'm in my seventh year now as a broker. Uh, I've managed a shop for about a decade. So getting getting close to 20 years now. Right. How old are you? How old are you? I am the best-looking uh, 65-year-old man or the ugliest 28-year-old you've ever seen. Nice. <laughs> That's a good way to answer that. Well, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the ugliest 27-year-old. How did you become a broker? Were you just in the right by, place at the right time? By complete accident, actually. I was. I, I, had, I had left the shop I was managing at, and I said, well, you know, I, I have my degree in management and everything, and I was looking at what else I could do. I, I, Lowe's Hardware was hiring, and I, I just, I was picturing myself walking the aisles wearing the blue vest, <laughs> and I show up at 9.05, and some assholes <laughs> yelling at you, and the guy, I, I can't do that. I had all this knowledge on cigars, so I said, ah, I might, well, might as well use it, so I reached out, I think it was uh, Eric Wentworth at the time, I knew oh. Hammer and Sickle ah, was looking for someone, I said, hey, you know, I'm no longer with Tobacco Haven, I know you guys are, are looking for a rep. You know, I, I'd love to be a rapper. He goes, ah, we're not, we're not doing in-house. But, you know, if you become a broker, uh, we can do that. And I was like, well, all right. So, so I became a broker, and I figured, I said, well, we'll try it for a year. And worst case scenario, which is something I, I add to my resume, and here, here I am now, almost a decade later. So, so you did so sell Hammer and Sickle? I did, yep, yep. I was with Hammer and Sickle. Are you going to... Represent his new one. He so I saw him over um, at Plasto, and he this was probably a couple months ago, and he, he had hinted that he was coming out with something new. He was pretty, pretty uh, Eric Wentworth mysterious as yeah. to what it was, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see. He's not a bad guy. All right, so for, for, for being from Connecticut, he's not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from Massachusetts now. So. Uh, is yeah. he? Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll let anyone in. Huh? Forget about <laughs> it. So, uh, okay, so it's getting time for the current events there. You want to... Bobby! Hey, everybody. Are you ready for them current yeah, events? Yeah, let's, let's go here. I got okay. a little light problem here, but I think I can make it. Uh-oh. That means more mistakes. Uh, That's good. That's always good. Because five, five. Every time you make a mistake, we got to drink. Uh, we we got we got to keep the rabbi drinking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll three and a half. All right, here we go, folks. We got uh, looks like we got thirteen tonight, and we're going to start off here with two guys smoke shop Salem, Nashville, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. Oh, the annual meatball twenty twenty four will be. On Wednesday, January the 31st at 6 p.m. in the Salem location. Uh, defending champ Bernie DeFlores has battle, will battle Mr. Jonathan, Dina Massa, Jeff O'Brien, and uh, new this year, uh, the store bought the meatballs. And the price for that is $59.99. All right, we're going to Twins London, Derry, New Hampshire. Not just Floy Smoke podcast in the 724 Lounge Mondays at 8 p.m. Super Bowl event Saturday, February the 11th at 6 p.m. That's $50 per person. Includes a reserve seat, food, 724 cigar. $0 per person includes standing room only. No food or cigar. You get I got nothing. my ticket. For zero, you get nothing. Yeah, you get nothing. And you like it. Yep. yep. Okay, then we're going to Eli's Smoking Lounge, Nashville, New Hampshire. Stowey Wednesdays, all cigars and whiskeys 20% off. Ladies' night, Thursdays, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m., $5 cocktails for the ladies. Uh, then we're going a little westerly uh, direction out there. Where they got a lot of snow. The Diplomat Cigar Lounge, Keene, New Hampshire. Every Monday is military appreciation with 20% off for active duty and veterans. Uh, Every Tuesday, uh, all police, fire, and EMS personnel get 20% off their entire bill. Ladies' night on Thursdays. So, uh, before you go on, yeah. so you've been out to the Diplomat? Oh, yeah. Isn't that place great? Josh, Josh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's killing it. Yeah, you got the goss in the Diplomat? I don't know if he's got the goss. He's got he's got a few things, though. I, I know he's got some black label, uh, a couple of, I think, Espinosa. Yeah. They do the, the cornhole tournaments out there in the summer. Yep. Oh, yeah, right on, on the patio, yeah. Yep. Okay, go ahead, Tom. All right, then we go on to uh, the first stop on the uh, Hackapalooza winner. Next week will be the Tobacco Shack Rally Mass. Uh, football season is almost over, but basketball and hockey are in full swing. Games are on at the Shack. And my buddy uh, Lee Rizzo will be playing there next week. That's right. We got Lee. Yeah, he's a good guy. Okay. Uh, then we're going down to Rhode Island, Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Newlywed game, Saturday, February the 10th. Uh, at 7 and 8.30, uh, looking for eight couples to play. Winner receives a $50 Boulevard Grill gift card. Uh-oh, Bill is trying to talk Anisha into doing that. Well, we are newlyweds. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Then we're still in Rhode Island. Mr. J's Havana Cigar Lounge. Coventry, Rhode Island. What? Smokes and Jokes Comedy Night, Saturday, February 3rd, uh, 8 p.m. with Brad Pierce, Mike Murray, and Tony B. Tony B. Yes, sir. And Italian Night Dinner with Drew Estate, Monday, February the 5th. That's at 6 p.m. That's $50 includes two premium cigars and four uh, course Italian dinner, live music Saturday, 8 to 11 p.m. Let me wipe my nose here. Okay. Uh, then we go to uh, Silver Rhode Island. Goodness gracious. Uh, White Ash Cigar Lounge, Pockets, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Ladies' night, Wednesday, 6 p.m., 12 a.m. Uh, drink specials. So, hey, speed it up so you make some mistakes. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like I say, the light's a little dim here. i got to take my time. All right. Vintage Cigar and Club, West Virginia, Rhode Island. Military Mondays. Like Still active, uh, all active duty uh, members. Uh, reserve 10% off their entire individual bill with valid ID. What are you slapping my page for? Trying to make you make a mistake. No, hey, hey, Rev, is it is it the lights dim or the reader is dim? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, best cigar pub, Brum, Pennsylvania. Uh, the bar and restaurant will be closed on Mondays until April the first, April Fool's Day. All right, here we go, Smoke Ring Cigar Bar, Hazelton, Pennsylvania. First Friday happy hour party, February. Friday, February second at six p.m. That's twenty-five dollars per person. Includes open. Bar, chicken, fingers, pizza, penny, and cookies. Reservations required. Uh, then we'll go down to uh, Sunshine State. Uh, this, I think this is one of Honor uh, Rick's favorite places here. The Cigar Quarters, Haines City, Florida. Camel Party, Saturday, February the 24th, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Go and blend in. That's right. Yeah. Get your camo on and blend right in. Yep. Ain't City. Ain't City. I thought it's a camel. Ain't City. Camel. 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 Um, brands and blends down there. They get one whole wall of it all down there. Pretty awesome. good, pretty good cigars down That's there. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and last but not least, cigar Corona cigars, Orlando, Florida. Fellows, we'll be waiting for you next week. Ah, uh, Heaven Hill tasting event Tuesday, January the thirtieth in Sarasota. That is six thirty to eight p.m. And that's it for the kind of events, folks. And as for the cigar. Uh, when I didn't have a mic, I liked the cigar. I like to re- relight it, but it's pretty good cigar. I like it. Next in. Nice, nice. Okay. So hey, Dave. Yes. We have uh, we have another oh. special guest here. Uh, this is John from Buy It Signed, who's promoting his business here at Grumpy's tonight. John. Hey, how's it going? How we doing? Fantastic. What do you got going on, buddy? Yeah, so uh, we're at Grumpy's today, and uh, we've got a great selection of uh, collectibles from uh, music, music, and sports. And, uh, you know, we've had a great turnout, giving away a Corey Dillon football tonight uh, that's been autographed by, uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest running room backs of all time, Corey Dillon. And uh, it's a great time having some good cigars, meeting great people. 
I didn't realize how many of you guys were on the podcast because I've had conversations with all of you guys right. in the other room. So it's <laughs> nice to meet everybody officially. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, I'm glad, glad we could have you on. Uh, so my question to you is, how, how do you come across this stuff? Yeah, Where do you yeah. get it? So it's, uh, it's actually a really cool story. I'm a giant nerd, right? Okay. So uh, me and my wife, uh, we've been together since high school. We would go to Comic-Cons all across New England. Go to Boston Comic-Con, Rhode Island Comic-Con, go to the Shriners, meet the Patriots players. And uh, during COVID, my wife was a nurse for 18 years, right? And uh, coming home every day during COVID, you know, it was really taking a toll on her. She got really upset. And I said, I'd rather be broke and you'd be happy than you going to work every day and being miserable. And, um, you know, to make some extra money, we started selling some of our Comic-Con stuff that we had collected personally. And it really took off because during COVID, everybody was collecting stuff. Everyone's at home. Everyone's on Facebook Marketplace. And then all of a sudden she goes... Honey, I'm really enjoying doing this. What if we turn it into a business? And we started buyitsign.com. And for us, it's all about the passion of collecting, right? We still go to the Comic-Cons. We'll pick up one for us, and we'll pick up two for our customers. And we put it on the website. Uh, We try to make it affordable for everybody because not everybody can go to a convention. Not everybody has, uh, you know, the means to drive two hours to Connecticut to Providence, you know, for Rhode Island Comic-Con or downtown Boston. So we uh, try to make it as affordable as as possible. And... uh, we try to bring the fandom to the fans. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What um, what do you think some of your best sellers are? Like, what kind of stuff yeah. do you sell the so, most? Yeah, uh, so what we sell the most of is, is wrestling stuff. Yeah, I There's a lot that. of yeah. WWE and AEW fans out there, uh, especially if you go, like, old-school wrestling, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, yep. sell tons of that. And then if you look at local sports, old-school Patriots stuff, like Super Bowl Patriots, Richard Seymour, Julian Edelman, Gronkowski, lots yes. of that, yeah. But the music and movies, that flies... Um, yeah, but but nothing tops the, the old school wrestling stuff. Everybody nice. loves that. That's cool. What about Bruin yeah. stuff? Get any of that? Yeah, so Bruin stuff uh, flies. People really like autographed pucks. I was surprised. Huh. I thought the jerseys would sell better than pucks. Yep. People love the pucks. So, uh, and people love uh, Tukarask. Tukarask is a big one over here. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm gonna pass off this pack. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a I got a new uh, line for you. You can start doing signed cigar stuff. You know, I thought about it. There's a big, big thing in there because anytime anybody does events, you know, the the owners come and they sign boxes, ashtrays, all that good stuff. I was actually talking to the guys here. Like, is there a special license we need in New Hampshire? Because I'd love to get some of that on the website too. Yeah. Because they have a lot of vendors that come over here to Grumpy's. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably get Nick to sign some. Nick got some of his boxes. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you. you know, Twenty twenty four stickers, right, Nick? I, I, I'm not a big. I'm not a big autograph guy. So yeah. you know, yeah. he told me you were going to be here. I was like, ah, all right, you know, we'll see. I'll tell you. Looking at your stuff, you know, it, 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 the presentation's great. There's a lot of things I didn't know I needed. Yeah, <laughs> like that Mike Tyson's punch out with Mike Tyson. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff you have, and. and uh, your website's amazing. I was browsing that, and you know it's it's costing me a lot of money. But it's, it, it, <laughs> no, no, thanks a lot. You know what it is? It's uh, when you look at a signed collectible, it's very different, right? Because yep. it brings you back to a happy place in time, right? Exactly. Either a time like like I have a picture in my office. It's Teddy Bruschi. It's the Snow Bowl, right? Yep, that one. Yep. You can yep. barely see the uprights. Yep. yep. It's one of my. It's, it's not worth a lot of money, but it hits but me in the feels. Yep. I yep. love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's the um, most unique item that you think you've ever had? That's ever, whether you sold it or you still have it or not. Okay, so so this one's corny, right? Again, okay. it goes back to the geek inside of me, That's right? That's fine. I'm cool with that. So I have in my office at work a Hulk Hogan autographed yellow boot. 
right? Just one oh, boot? One boot, <laughs> right? That's wow. awesome. So, uh, so, so I grew up in Massachusetts, right, in Lowell. Yep. Next town sorry. over is Tewksbury. Yep. Yeah, sorry, right? And Hulk Hogan was opening a Gold's Gym. So it was him and Brutus Beefcake, right? And I stood in that line for like three hours, right? And I had a yellow boot, and he signed it, right? Right. I was like probably like 18 years old. The glass case that I have it on in my office is worth more than the boot. But that's 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 one of my favorite things yep. because it reminds me of standing in that line. It reminds me of being with my little brothers, uh, getting the autographs, walking up, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, brother?" You know, and being super Hogan. Uh, other than that, a thing that I get asked for for a lot in, in UFC pitchers, they don't want a picture of like someone holding the title. They want the blood. They want the punched in the face. They want the black eyes. So that's always a weird one for me. Like, who wants to put a picture on their wall of, like, Nate Diaz bleeding from his face? And that's what people want. Uh, I bet a ton of people, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. I'm I'm a big sports nut, also a wrestling nut, uh, geek, all that. So, honestly, your business is super fascinating to me. No, no, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I actually just talked to two guys that were super wrestling fans today. We were nerding out. Yeah. And the picture they ended up buying before they left was uh, AEW new promotion. It was Britt Baker bleeding. Really? Like, that was the picture they wanted. They're like, I want the Britt Baker bleeding picture. I'm like, whatever you want, dude, I got it for you. Oh, yeah. And uh, people just love that realistic fight field uh, in wrestling. Oh, yeah. But, um, was it uh, Stone Cold with his face yeah, bleeding? Yeah, the, 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 the Crimson uh, Mask when he fought Bret Hart. Yep, yep. yep that's, a, that's probably a huge one. Yeah, that that one back. I sold a lot of in Montreal Screwdrop with Shawn Michaels. Oh, when he spit on uh, yes. the Vince McMahon's yep. face? Yeah. 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 That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Oh, that's, that's, that's wicked cool, man. No, absolutely. That's neat. That's neat. So, anyway, get into the cigar line because there's lots of signed cigar stuff around. Oh, absolutely. When that uh, and uh, uh, liquor bottles, too. A lot yeah, of celebrities yeah, yeah. doing liquor bottles now, yeah, which is yeah. pretty cool. Uh, I remember when David Ortiz came out with the David Ortiz cigar. Yep. Uh, he did a signing somewhere in New Hampshire. Oh, I can't I went remember to where it, it was. Was, uh, it, was it the Twins? I think they it was did the it twins. two guys. Uh, two guys. That's what I meant. Two and guys. then they did it again a couple of years later. They did it at SNA Cigar in Watertown. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And my daughter is a huge Red Sox, big poppy fan. Yeah, yeah. So you had to buy a box. To, yep. You know, pre-buy the box, and you get in line, and you go, and you, you know, you sign, he'd sign the box with you. They take pictures yep. and all that good stuff. And the thing they said was, don't bring anything else. He's not signing anything right, else. Right, right, right. Just the cigar boxes, whatever. My daughter went in with her David Ortiz jersey on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he signed the box for her, took pictures with her, and he said, hey, hang on, turn around, turn around, and bend over a little bit. And he signed the shirt for her. That's wow. amazing. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Right? Yeah, that's and awesome. So, yeah. What a great guy. I gotta yeah, tell you. fantastic guy. Really I couldn't afford the box back then when those cigarettes and cigars came out. But I got to meet him. I got to buy a stick. Got to hear him yeah. talk. Yeah. Great cigar. It's one of my favorite yeah. sticks. He's a good dude. Yeah. They had uh, Louis Louis Tion did a signing over at two guys as well a few oh, years back. Yeah. yeah, I ended up going in there, getting a box of his, you know, his cigars. And, you know, they weren't the greatest, but they, you know, but again, it's waiting in line, seeing Louis right. Tion right there, and you know, talking to him, shaking his hand. Right. Couldn't understand a word he said, but, you know, <laughs> but but hey, that's all right. He was a great player. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're a Boston fan, you know, yeah, you yeah to, be, to us, these guys are larger than life. So yeah. to be able to meet them in public, oh yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You, know, you only see them on the field, the TV, and stuff, but now yeah. you see them right in front of you. You're right? Like, wow. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I have a signed David Ortiz box of cigars and a jersey. Yeah, I know that's, that's pretty sick. <laughs> so have you ever uh, the, going back to the Hulk Hogan boot? Did you ever drink out of it? No, no. <laughs> uh, boot. I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. Uh, Did he, was it actually his boot, or was it just like a random yellow? No, boot? no, it was. This is this is how cheap it is, right? Yeah, it was from uh, before. What is it now? Party City. 
right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was like eye party. It was a Halloween costume. <laughs> and I went to eye party, and one year I dressed up as Hulk Hogan as a kid, and so it's the boot from the costume that oh, I wore. Wow. <laughs> That's probably why I won't drink out of it because my feet were in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it was his feet, he'd drink. Yeah, maybe I'd do it if it was his feet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, his uh, uh, 24 inch pythons, you know? <laughs> exactly. Might get some of the steroid juice out right? of it. Seriously. You'd be ripped. Walking around with a huge neck. All of a sudden, you grow a handlebar mustache. That's right? Just walking around, just yeah. so be like, you and you. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's that's really cool, man. Yeah. So, uh, what's the website again? Uh, buyitsigned.com. Buyitsigned. B-U-Y-I-T? Uh, yep, B-U-Y-I-T, signed, S-I-G-N-E-D.com. Okay. Yep. All, all just spelled out. Yep, yep, yep. please. I appreciate you guys letting me on the podcast. This is really cool, the setup you guys have. I've never seen anything like this before. This is amazing. Yeah, we do yeah. this every week. This every is, Friday night. Yeah, this I was talking to each to one different... of you individually. I didn't realize you guys were all together. And I was talking to this gentleman first down here in the blue shirt. Uh, I can't remember your name. And he was telling me how he's like, we're going to do a spring tour. I mean, a winter tour. We're going to go oh, everywhere. Yeah, you guys are going to give week. awards and everything. Everybody comes into town. Yeah, that's all. You're going to have a giant yeah. limousine taking everybody around. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys have a blast. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's a blast. We have a good time. We've done it. Uh, this will be the sixth year now for that. That's amazing. So, yeah, we've been doing this for six uh, six and a little more years. This is show number 324. That's we've incredible. We've done 324 weeks in a row. We haven't missed one. That's amazing. So we do this every week. It's good. Hey, good group of friends, some good sticks, some good beers. Yeah. Why not, right? That's I, it. I, I, I go to I different have... places all, every week, and it's a good time. I have one more quick question yes, for sir. you. Yeah. All right, so you, obviously you got to be a sports nut or yeah. a geek or, you know, wrestling What? What's either your favorite uh, sporting game, sport game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a dumb way to say that. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite game or favorite wrestling match? All right, so favorite wrestling match of all. I'm a, I'm a Royal Rumble guy, right? Okay. So if you go back to old school, uh, the first year the Stone Cold Steve Austin won, won the Royal Rumble. Okay. That was the year where he literally would throw everybody out. Yep. Then he would sit on the top ropes and pretend like he was watching his watch, waiting for the next person to come out. Right. So Royal Rumble is like uh, this, not this Saturday, but this coming Saturday. Yep. And so I've been watching all the Royal Rumbles from like number one up to catch up. Like I said, a giant wrestling nerd. Wow, that's and awesome. And then for me, uh, favorite sports, uh, I'm a big Patriots fan. I love watching football. Yep. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. I've got the Sunday, the Sunday ticket. I just love football. Yeah. But want to see uh want to see the Chiefs take it to the bowl. No, I know it's an oh, oh, hey, hey, that's enough. That's the end of it. That's the end. They chill All right, I, I, cut them off. Again, what was that? Don't yeah. buy it. Don't go. Noah Gray's from Lominster. Can you please shut Mike's mic up? Right. So you can you pick one football game out of Oh, it's got to oh. be Snowball. Snowball? Snowball. snowball. I kind of yeah. figured you were going to go there. Oh, but it's yeah, got to be Snowball. No, that's, so that's you, want, you want to hear a messed up story about Snowball? Sure. So my, my cousin uh, has season tickets to the Pats, or used to back in the day, right? And he goes, hey, uh, none of my friends want to go with me. You want to you come to the game? And I'm like, are you nuts? Like, you got to shovel out your own seed, and the weather's <laughs> terrible. So my little brother goes instead. Wow. <laughs> Biggest oh, regret of my life. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a tough one. But still one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was amazing. I remember watching that game live. It yeah. was, I was like, yeah, no. you weren't a sucker like me. You didn't turn down tickets. Man. I turned down <laughs> tickets. I just didn't want to be cold, you know. But hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was to say, I think I was only nine years old, so I, I mean, turning down tickets. I guess I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I don't even have hair anymore, so. <laughs> All right. So, awesome. hey, thanks for the time, guys. Great time. Yeah, it was a pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks throw, for coming. Uh, Walter on. All right, we'll grab Walter. Grab All right. Walter over there. Yeah. All right. All right.
Right. Buyitsigned.com. Get your uh, correctables. Get your correctables. 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 Yeah. Lunchables. Uh, yeah. Your lunchables, yeah. What's that? This is Walter from uh, from Grumpy's. And the way I remember him is Walter White from Breaking Bad. And he just put Walter's hat on, too. It's the exact same hat that Walter White had in... Uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. And his uh, name on the show here is The White Chocolate. The White Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, The White Chocolate joined us for an episode we did uh, over at Twins years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. you yeah. and Creepy Dave. Creepy Dave. Creepy Dave, yeah. Who's Creepy Dave Mrs. White Chocolate's here now. Oh, that's Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Okay. White Chocolate. <laughs> How you right. doing, guys? Appreciate you guys coming in. Good, good, good. So what's happening at Grumpy's? It's a busy night. You've it's been, smoky. Uh, it's fun. We're all having a good time. You guys have been here twice in uh, the last, what, three months now? Yeah. 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 We're on the radar. We're on the map. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, so uh, is that your better half over there? Yeah, Mrs. White Chocolate. Say hi. <laughs> so what's shaking here? The Grumpies since uh, we were here last in November. It's just busy. It's busy. It's fun. We're, we're killing it. We're really doing well. We appreciate you guys coming in. You know, we had a great event with Nick today and, you know, buy it signed and it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, we talked to Mike from uh, Rocky yep. a couple weeks ago. He said his event here was crazy. You know, he sold like twenty boxes or something. You know, Mike comes in and Mike, he's such a great guy. And he he comes in and he's like, you know, I I do some events where there's thousands of people. Yeah. And this event had fifty people, and I'd rather be here with you guys. Yeah. Because this is home. Yeah. You know, and this feels like home. And people yeah. come in and. We're not the biggest. We're not the great, but it, we're, it's just a great, great atmosphere and a great, great size, fellowship here. Size doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I read that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, or else I wouldn't be married. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think I think Grumpy's is is made our footprint. We're on the map. You know, yeah. we, we've established ourselves in New Hampshire, and, and people know about us. People come, and it's just a great place to be. Yeah, yeah you people know. come too early too. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, this came yesterday I, I before did. you opened. Yep, yep. I was here at four o'clock. Quarter up. Just, yeah. just yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you open it for? We open it for. Yeah. We're, we're going to get to the point where we start opening, you know, during the day mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Monday and Tuesday. Right now, we're limited hours because it's a part time job for right, us. Right, but right. we have to get to the point where we're open every day. So yeah. it's the you three know, of you, the three partners in there's this? still three. We're looking for another one. So we're, we're, we're going to start talking to somebody, maybe having a fourth partner here and somebody else to work some other hours and, and, and get us open during the day. So nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's there's cool. something to be said about being open during the day because, uh, you know, as I've told you, like what my, my home is twins because yeah. I'm only five minutes down the street. Yeah. But being open during the day, I have days where I don't have to be on job sites, where I can actually sit, open up the laptop, do some billing, yeah. work on some stuff, make some calls. Yeah. yeah. I go to Twins. Yep. I sit there. I'll you know light up yep. a cigar. I'll, in two hours' time, I'll do two weeks worth of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So having a spot in the middle of the day where you can just kind of go chill. You know, It's not as busy, but it's great for guys that just want to get some work done and just chill. Do you say you do two weeks' time, two weeks of work in two hours? Yeah. I, I am that efficient. Wow. Yeah. It's Alex. I think <laughs> it's two minutes of work. It's, it's the opposite yeah. for me. So. Yeah, unlike you, right? Yeah. What do you guys think of the cigar? Did we already go over there yet? We haven't was, done that yet. We haven't uh, ready. Yeah, yet. Well, I'm on the radio. Oh, right. But they all yeah. love it. Yep. I can tell by looking so, at them. They yep. all enjoy it immensely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. Can't find these. Around getting there. a lot of leather to it. Like you got to stop licking the couch. Yeah, <laughs> that helps. Oh, you know him, huh? 
It's better than licking the boot. <laughs> yeah, I was licking Nick Goss's boot in a, a minute ago. Yeah. Well, at least Nick you doesn't know. have the ruby slippers on. The first time he came bucks in, he was, 20 bucks. he was wearing his girlfriend's <laughs> slippers. And uh, now he showed up the cowboy boots today, so he's looking really sharp. You gotta yeah. change up. Gotta reinvent yourself like Madonna. You what do you guys? What do you guys think of his fit? I mean, he's, he looks like a uh, looks yeah. like a like a rock star. I still see or, or a homeless man. He's <laughs> a cross, the, cross uh, between Jimmy Dean and Elvis Presley. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> Jimmy Dean, the sausage guy, or Jimmy <laughs> Dean? <No. laughs> I don't know about that. I have to. You know, it's, they're selling breakfast sausages the side of the Mississippi. I met, I met Nick, and, and we didn't have a lot of his cigars when we brought this place in here. And we met him. I'm like, we got to find a place for this guy. And I, uh, I, I laid it on thick. I, I gave you the old goss charm. The old, uh, <laughs> and they still accepted you. Great part. Exactly. Great part of us. So. Okay. So we're gonna, what was the cigar again here? This was the. So, this is a dapper. The dapper. The dapper. 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 Is there only exactly one dapper? One was. Is no, there other no, sizes? There's, so there's this is multiple. called dapper has a, a horse for every jockey. They uh, they do it right. The name of the cigar is uh, the blender is Raul Disla, and it's a dapper, aged three months. It was released in August, twenty twenty two. Nice. The, the dapper Despolito. Yeah, Despolito. Is there other sizes for this? There are. There are multiple sizes in this one, and they do the regular Dapper Despolito. So the, the owner of the company is a gentleman named Ian, and he, he's going to get a kick out of uh, us picking this cigar because out of his entire portfolio, he's blended all the cigars, every cigar in the portfolio, except for the one that we're smoking. <laughs> he, he took his Dapper Despolito, and he went to his, his factory manager, the guy that runs his factory, and he says, listen, this is my blend, but... I'm really interested to see your take on it. Take this and make it your own. And, and this is the cigar he came up with. It's, I remind him all the time that my favorite cigar in their portfolio is the only one he, he didn't play. <laughs> you remind him that all the time, right? All, all the time. All the time. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, all, they're all delicious. They're all, they're all fine. I love sounds, this, this one. It's, it's relatively unique. It's got a little bit of... Uh, not to be that guy that non Ian, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit non Ian to non-Ian. it. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, do we want to rate? Yeah, we'll go around. Yeah. Okay. We'll you want to start with Costa? Sure. Hey. Go ahead, I, I'll rate this a nine point five. I, I really like this because uh-huh. my brother had gone out to San Diego and found these. So, so Ian's from California. Okay. And he brought, he's, he's not one of those Californians. He's like a regular human being, Californian. He brought them over, and we smoked a couple. He brought of them over. I brought them over the border. Over the border. Over the border. He brought. He brought them over. So over the river. San Diego. So you guessed it. From the west coast to the east coast. Yeah, yeah, right. You guessed yeah, it. You guessed it really quick. So you must have had it recently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Nine point five for Costa. Yep. Got it. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to Hunter. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it a nine. It's uh, you know. It's not, I don't think it's that much of a full body. Probably a medium, yeah. medium to full. Yeah. But um, you know, and I'm a full body cigar smoker. But it's it's smoking good, good construction. Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. Well, Will, Will. you know, I'm gonna be the Debbie Downer here. I well, well. personally was not super thrilled by it. I'm gonna go with a seven five. That's still a C. That, that, that's a C. That's passing. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that's seven yeah. five. Everybody, that's what you're down. used to, Nick. Isn't yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, seven <laughs> mediocre. Odd seven. I thrive in mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a challenge. Challenge accepted. You want to go to a hobby? Yeah, hobby. Let's go over to hobby. What do you say, hobby? hobby. Well, I tell you, like I said before, I like the cigar. Uh, it's burning easily. Uh, it's uh, wrapped really good. Uh, the flavors seems like it. 
lose it a little bit of it when you get down to it. But all in all, I'm going to give it an 8.25. Okay, let's go over to Pat. Pat groin To say what Wild Will said, uh, I'm not thrilled by it, but I, I did definitely enjoy it in it. It's burning well. The flavor is uh, medium, but I'm, def- I'm definitely liking it. just not my favorite. I'm going to give this an 8.3. Point three. Eight point three. What does that mean next? Okay, so I have not seen anybody do a relight or a touch up or anything with this cigar. The construction is spot on. Uh, it, when I first lit it up, I wasn't too thrilled about it, but yeah. now that I'm down yeah. to the into it and whatnot, I'm, it's growing on me. Yeah, same so, here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, eight seven five on this for me. Eight seven five. Eight six nine. Eight six nine. All right. Uh, so I. <laughs> When I first lit it up, I got like a nice fruity flavor, and then I was getting a little saltiness out of it too. That's a I, semen. In that's it. not yeah. the oh, cigar. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a cigar. Oh, we, we put that on each one. Yeah, we do that in humidor. Yeah. There's a little piece uh, of only in yours. Yeah. <laughs> Who forgot to wash? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Um, uh, around halfway through, I wasn't really getting much flavor from it. I'm not really getting much of a retrohale. I think it's a good cigar. I'm gonna put it at like a seven seven. I think seven seven. Seven yeah. seven. Okay, so now we're gonna go over. Always almost done over here. Always Same. almost done. Yep. So I'm getting a little bit more picky with my ratings. Uh, this is a, this is a good cigar. Uh, I do enjoy it. It is something I would buy. Uh, very well constructed. Like you know, Dave said, didn't have to relight. Nice clean burn the whole way through. As far as the flavor, I was getting more of a floral flavor from the start, and it stayed throughout the entire cigar. It's not as strong, it's not as complex as something that I would typically smoke. I do like something a little bit more harsh, a little more spice to it. I'm going to go with a 7.9. So we're all over the map here. Alright, Chuck, I think it's your turn. Yeah, so I got uh, a woody leather taste, this thing. You got a woody. I put it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a woody. Constantly. Yeah. Oh, got a woody. Uh, I actually you know, put it down for a few seconds, didn't, didn't burn out, it's burning good, well constructed. I'll give it an 8.5. Joey. 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 Yeah, but, oh. Yeah, it was real loud for a second. But, uh, yeah, this is a pretty good cigar. I mean, I got more, like, sweetness right off the bat. And then it with a little bit of, like, peppery spice. And then it just got spicier and spicier. And then it kind of toned itself back down and got a little sweet again. And then finishing out in the final third, uh, a bit on the spicy, mild side. But uh, I would give this cigar an 8. It was pretty good. Okay, and there's 10 of us, if I'm counting, right? Yep, I got 10. Well, I don't, I don't count, but Nick gave it to me for free, so it's a 10 for me. <laughs> what about you? Want, a what a what free about, cigar is a 10. What about Joey's dad? It wasn't free. Bill's in the mail. Oh. <laughs> Check's in the mail. <laughs> well, our average comes out to an 8.34. 8.3. It doesn't make the top 10, but... 8.3 for one. Pretty damn It's close. not bad. Hey, anything, anything over 8 is a decent cigar. I, I want to tell yeah. you guys, so so Nick and his brand and Goss and, and, and all the brands that he carries has become a really good partner of Grumpy's. So what was that average, Bill? 8.34. Oh, so I was spot on. Wow. I, I should uh, get some... Uh, Brownie points for that one. Nice, right nice. On, right on the average? Okay. <laughs> Nick, I got I got one more question for you. I work for a company that uh, primarily they're, they're in real estate investing. Okay. Um, my company is a subsidiary to it. We're the uh, development company. We basically own the city of Gardner at this point. Now, I know you're from Lemonster okay. initially, yeah. right? Um, Gardner, home of the most expensive water bills yes, in Massachusetts. Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
So my question is, because my boss, my boss is, um, I've recently gotten them into cigars about a year ago. Okay. Um, you know, we frequently go out to Twins here, there, Federal, whatever. And they all keep telling me, dude, you got to open up a cigar shop. You need, yep. you need a bar, you need a cigar bar, something like that. And one of the guys keeps saying, we own the city of Gardner. What do you think? You know, Massachusetts, it's a, it's a difficult animal. Uh, I'm going to sound a little bit biased, but you, you'd have to start off going the, the boutique route because what you're looking at is Massachusetts has a 40% tax on cigars. Okay. And about half the population of Massachusetts lives within half an hour of the New Hampshire border. Correct. So that, that's going to be your biggest obstacle right there is if you're not, you'll be the only game in town. But people can still kind of shoot over to Keene, shoot shoot up to you know wherever. Yeah. Um, Brookline. Or so so some Nashua. of the main the main household names, the main staples, you're not going to be able to compete with. Okay. Um, but you're right. There, there is nothing really in the area. Um, you know, if you stay, I think God, if you stay on Route Two, the closest the closest to you is my buddy John out at Original Seed in North Adams. Oh wow! And he, but he's killing it. He's, yep. he's doing mostly boutique stuff. He's built up a really good group of regulars. Um, he's educated them. He hand sells. And it's he's taken this this place right on the main drag and, and really breathed some life into it. And it's it's one of the most fun places I've got. Now, do you, think, it's, do you think the cigar clientele exists out in that area? Like Gardner, Lemonster, like they're, they're close. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the, proof, the proof of that is, I mean, Pat Wyman sells cigars. You go to the Wyman's, Wyman's Look is downtown Lemonster. He's got a, a few standing humidors. He doesn't do much, but there's people that will still go to him and buy and so, you know, drive 25 minutes to, to shop in New Hampshire. Okay. So, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I think the more cigar shops, the better for everybody. Uh, what's the saying? Rising tides lift all boats. Yep. Nice. Nice. Well, I appreciate yeah. the feedback. Thank no you. Problem. I appreciate you. So yeah, the takeaway there is Massachusetts is tough, so you gotta have a you gotta have a strategy. Exactly. Yeah. Just come to Grumpy's in New Hampshire. We can take care of all those problems. Right. Right over the border. Yeah. 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 Boom. A little yeah. far from Gardner, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, still you still Gardner, gotta wait for Massachusetts to hopefully give you a permit that you can smoke and smoke along. What do yeah. they say? Gardner Mass, where the men are men and the women are too. <laughs> Chair City. They make furniture out there. Or no, that, that, that or they did in like eighteen eighty. Eighteen eighty, yeah. it was like the furniture capital of the world. Gardner mattresses. Yeah. 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 When you guys opened up and went and talked to the guys at, at two guys, and uh, you were afraid you were going to be their competition, but that's not the case. It's not the case. I mean, <clears throat> I, we buy from Dave. We buy you know wholesale stuff here and there, stuff we can't get, stuff we don't have accounts with. Yep. We'll go to Dave and, and see those guys, and they take care of us. So it's yep. just like Nick said, you know, rising tides raise all that's ships. Right. So we all take care of each other, and it's yep. you know. The tax man and the internet is our competition. Yep. You know the government and the uh, and the, you know the taxes in other states and, and the internet is really our competition. All of us cigar lounges and, and retail places, we all need to stick together and, and bring customers in and take care of each other. That's the name of the game yep. in this area. Yep. You know you can go online and, and buy a cigar cheap, but you can't come and have this environment. No. You can't come and, and sit with your friends and and just have the fellowship that we have here. And you don't know what you're buying online. Yeah. That's yep. the other thing. You don't know what you're buying. People can put bands on anything. Yep. You know. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff that's sold online, the name brands and whatnot, it's not their primary stuff. It's their seconds. Yep. And whatnot, and they have special ones that go to the uh, big online retailers, which yep. are different than the 
stuff that they sell in the, the retail shops. It's like buying from Walmart. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing, yeah. But I agree, the atmosphere is probably the biggest and best draw to having a shop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or going to a shop. I've been a customer for seven years coming here, and we bought it, and then, you know, I, some of my best friends are here, you know, and we just great relationships. You know, I think the local cigar lounge is your local bar, and, and it's home. It's home to a lot of guys. You know, you have a good day or a bad day, you come here and you're home. All right. So, everybody knows your name. <laughs> so, in the interest of uh, keeping this under two hours, <laughs> does anybody have a controversy corner topic to I, I have in? one, but if we if we have time to do it, then yeah, yeah, yeah go one. ahead. Throw it right in there. You wanna, right, let's get that oh, music going. Let's, let's do it. So, um, so the controversy is that um, electric cars are doing too good of a job. Really? So there's a um, there's a story in um, Chicago. They've had a uh, a frigid couple couple days, and all the electric uh, charging stations are backed up because they're it's too cold that the cars won't charge. So wow. they're doing a good, too good of a job at uh, preventing global warming. That's good. Clearly, so um, <laughs> you know my my stance with electric cars has always been: if you like to drive them because they're fun to drive, because that's everything I've heard about them is they're a wicked blast to drive because they just go. Um, then that's great. But if you think you're an environmental savior, then the the facts aren't there for that because you no. kind of skip the problem because now you're burning more fossil fuels to power the energy grid to charge all these vehicles and then also the diesel fuel it takes to mine the minerals to make the batteries and transport those materials they're all still using diesel trucks so you kind of skipped a problem of getting clean energy but yeah it's uh it's too cold out there you see the pictures of the parking lots of all stranded teslas and other electric vehicles that can't charge because it's too cold so they're clearly doing too good of a job for the environment. Yeah. Well, well, look at Hertz too. Hertz, Hertz just sold the whole fleet of uh, Teslas. Yeah, because they they're Time. not realizing that they're not uh, efficient enough and for rentals. Yeah. And they get no retail on the on when they you know because so, Hertz turns over so fast that yep. they're not getting the value for it because again twenty grand for batteries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just had I had a story on I was down in Florida for three weeks uh, vacation and uh, over the holidays. And my buddy was telling me, uh, you know, he's a sales manager for one of the dealerships down there. And a woman come in there, bought a, an electric car. And she goes, hey, I, I'm having a hard problem. I'm trying to get it, you know, charge it. It won't charge. And it, the light still stays on and everything. And the weather down there is beautiful. Yeah. So they said, well, you know, you got good news and bad news. The good, new, good news could be it could be just something with the charge, you know, the, the socket or the, or the outlet yep. on the car or the something port, that could yeah. be bad. And he goes, the bad news is, if not... You're gonna need new batteries, yeah. and she only paid nine grand for the car, and you know, used. Yeah. And they said, "Well, she go." It was an elderly woman. She goes, "Well, how much for the new? You know, how much for new batteries?" It was fifteen grand. Yeah, she almost <laughs> dropped dead yeah. right there. And they go, fifteen grand. I only paid nine for the car. Goes, hey, welcome to the electric world. Exactly. You know? yep. I mean, it's 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 not uh, you know. Again, like to your point, where you've seen all those cars there, they're all waiting. They're pushing them because they're dying in the cold weather. Yep. The charges are all freezing. All the outlets, you know, the stations, yep. they're yep. all freezing up. 
And uh, again, so, not look, this, is, that's, this is what happens when you have litigation that goes before um, development. Mm, so right. the scientific community well, hasn't—it's not there yet, right? The but they're pushing it. That. They're pushing it before it's really ready to go. And they so, haven't run out all the problems with the batteries and the coal and that type of thing. I was going to say one of our biggest problems too with all the electric vehicles is our infrastructure cannot handle it. And right. I don't mean just the electricity. Being in New England, we run off Niagara. You know, it can handle the electricity aspect in New England. Sort of. Sort of. You know, out west, they were already doing rolling blackouts before electric vehicles came out. But let's take the electricity out of it. The weight of these vehicles alone are extremely heavy to the point where everybody, and I I read this the other day, if everybody was driving an electric vehicle and you were stuck in traffic on the Tobin Bridge, the bridge would fall. Wow. It cannot handle the weight. Well, that's just because the, the, the big dig was corrupt. I mean, well, that too. They built this. Come on, math addicts doing the big dig. Come on, contract went to the lowest bidder. Yeah. But they, like those, well, those so small I just electric uh, the smallest Tesla is like the same weight it is actually more of a weight than like a, a pickup truck. Like yeah. they're they're heavy. So yeah. I heard uh, the other day Biden signed an executive order uh, a couple months ago. That, or maybe even a year ago, that uh, by 2026, all electric vehicles can have an overriding control switch in them. So an outside power can actually turn on and off a vehicle, which if the government has control of that, what can they control? And uh, the technology has actually been around for over 100 years. Uh, Ford actually designed electric vehicles and uh, 1917, 1918. Yep. So it's been a technology too. that's been around, and um, but it went to you know fossil fuel uh, cars because they made more money off of those. But now they're realizing they can make money off of these, and uh, from start to finish of the production of uh, the lithium-ion batteries, uh, it's actually worse for the environment, uh, the farming or the construction of them, uh, as we've pointed out. But uh, you look at the, the leftover after they've quarried all these minerals, it's it's a wasteland. Um, but if you look at, you know, after they build a pipeline or electrical line, they do add back uh, plants, if it's grass or if it's trees, to uh, rebuild the ecosystem as best as possible. And so, uh, in that, so, you know, it's really not, not any, it's less efficient, it's, le- it's worse for the environment. On, on and average, it takes 180,000 miles for an electric vehicle to make a dent on a carbon footprint compared yeah. to a Yeah, it's gas like something like seven years, yeah. eight, eight years. Let's, let's, let's be honest, too. So it, the fix is already out there, guys. Yes. All right, the fix is out there. They've already created, GM created this back in the 90s, the hydro vehicle, the hydrogen vehicle. Okay. Oh, they've had those for years, exactly. even before then. Hydrogen and and uh, so you get a Tesla vehicle. was were, were, or, or, um, not Tesla the brand, but te- um, the scientist he was working on uh, air air compressed vehicles. Right. So you can have a vehicle that runs off of water, yeah, and you're omitting oxygen. So how is that a bad thing for the well, environment? It really isn't. They but don't for make money. Some reason, there it is. Money. They don't and power. Money. We're, we're new. I, I feel like I'm going to be on some sort of government list now for being on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I think most people out there, not say they don't care about the environment, they're indifferent to it. Um, for me, I drive a lot. I do 50,000 miles a year. I looked into them. The thing that turned me off about them uh, was how long it takes to charge. 
I yes. don't have time once or twice a day to pull over for, what, like half an hour? Mm-hmm. Half an and, hour to an hour, yeah. Half an hour to an hour and sit at the charging station. I think God forbid it's cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So that I don't know if there's going to come someday where I always thought, all right, well, instead of charging the battery, why don't they do with what they do with propane tanks? And you pull up to the station, you pull out your battery, you put the new battery in, and you <laughs> go. That, too many batteries. Well, the whole, yeah, the whole bottom batteries. of the cars are all batteries. Uh, yeah, the, whole, the whole chassis, it, the whole car lays yeah. on it. So, again, it's, it's full of batteries. trying to go through, you know, especially we get a lot of, you know, a lot yeah. of rain. Look what happened in Florida when they all flooded all those well, yeah, guys in, caught on fire because of the bad they were well, yeah. and, and in, water. in ten and years it'll be the size of a thumb drive. Another UFO will yeah. crash. We'll take that technology. Automobiles, they'll scare the horses. Well, speaking yeah. of <laughs> fires, it's been a huge problem. I know in Massachusetts they've been trying to work on uh, technology to contain the fires because once these uh, batteries start burning, water does not take care no. of them. And, well, and that's the, like any electrical fire. You don't put yeah. water. But yeah. the thing with the hydrogen fuel cells, the government started developing those 30 years ago. I was yeah. on a project that was doing some of that for, for vehicles, but they found out that, you know, one, it's not safe. Hydrogen is not you, – you can't sequester it to the point where it's not going to blow up. And also, it's um, it's it's not it's not easy to make. No, yeah. well, they so run buses off of them. The only way you can get that to work is if you have a, a unit at home that takes the sun, converts it – takes water and converts it into hydrogen and oxygen, puts that directly into the car. Then you have a clean system. Yeah. There's, no, there's no emissions whatsoever. Well, they, that's got, far, far away. they have town buses that run off hydrogen. Yeah, they do uh, exist. I don't, hydrogen fuel cells? Yes, they do exist. I'm just I'm waiting just for right. Mr. Fusion to be available. I'm, I'm yeah, just right. glad uh, uh, Maura Healy also signed a bill that said uh, we're going to have more electric school buses. Uh, Ooh, I love school buses. Right, and fire engines. I right, too. right. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yep, that makes sense. And that was right <laughs> yeah, after. Yeah, 911, my house is on fire. I'm sorry. Uh, you're going to have to wait two and a half hours. We need to charge the uh, fire. Yeah. The fire. Uh, but what and, about the tanks? And, and it was like right the day before that, there was a diesel bus that was stuck on a ramp uh, right outside of Boston and caused, you know, mile-long backups. And so... Imagine a, a electric bus, and there's buses sliding too, and, and and stuff too. So it's, I can't imagine, you know, an electric bus. Well, Trump said it well with the electric tanks. Yeah, let's create an electric tank so <laughs> yeah, we can right. bomb the shit out of you. Biodegradable grenades. Yeah, let's 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 destroy the shit out of your country. Yeah, but we're gonna be environmentally friendly while yeah. we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's All right. great. Let's, so uh, let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's recap the cigar. Yeah, anybody got any more comments on a cigar? It was good. So I, I put mine out. I uh, decided to light up. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. The Asylum uh, thirteen ninety nine problems, the Lancero. Oh yeah. And I lit it up, and boy, it is delicious. Yeah, not a great cigar. It is a great cigar. I'm really enjoying it. I saved this for a special occasion, specifically with Nick. You know, I wanted to smoke this with you. So uh, get a little Nick in you, huh? Yeah, get a little Nick in you. Yeah, yeah. Nick yeah. In <laughs> a reminder no. that uh, it was an eight point three four on the rating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, this was the Dapper. Yeah, Dapper. Dapper. Despolito. Yeah, not a bad cigar. You know. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'd smoke this one again. Yep, I would too. Yeah, I would. I would recommend this to someone that's. Uh, doesn't want uh, something overbearing, but wants a little more of a medium-bodied cigar. 
you know, I would definitely recommend this I to agree. someone from a beginning. You know, someone working up the chain. Yep. You know, that wants something a little bit more, but nothing crazy. Right here. My, my wife had a puff, and she, she liked it. She thought it was good for her developing palate. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would recommend it to somebody who... Um, Someone who really appreciates really nice things. Yeah. That's who I'd recommend the cigar to. <laughs> what is the price point? I, I didn't hear this if we talked about it. I, was just I, I think that one was around $12, I believe. $12? Okay. Yep. 14 price. $14. $14. $14. Right. Wow, Grumpy's a little okay. bit charging you now. No. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Hey, hey, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> they do have good prices. Here. They do, they do. Walter, Nick says you're charging too much. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's wrap this up. Let's do a quick wrap-up, and I'm going to skip the drops. All right. And uh, we'll just go quick here, because it's getting long. All right. I wish it was. Yeah. Well, hey. You know. <laughs> All right. Thanks to the panel. Happy groin. Hey. We're having a great night tonight, and uh, thanks for everyone that's tuning in. A lot going on tonight, but uh, it's been a good one, and uh, I'm not going anywhere until I go away, so I'll be here. I know I missed a week, but uh, I'm sorry I left, but I'm here for Reverend Ave, hallelujah, 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 Ave Nagila. Ave, where are you? Okay, here I am. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to change my rating on the cigar. I still got half of it left. I'm going to smoke it. Uh, did we uh, find out what the price point of this cigar was? Fourteen. Fourteen. It's not too bad. I mean, I, I would I wouldn't buy a box, but I would you know I'd buy a couple of them. A nice cigar to sit out on the deck with an ice cold beer in the summertime and smoke one of these. Hey, Wild Bill. Hey guys, uh, thanks again for letting me on the show. <laughs> no, I uh, I enjoy being here and. Uh, Enjoy my first time at Grumpy's. Yeah, when? All right, Hunter Rick. Here you go, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, a little noisy, but uh, the last few podcasts have always been noisy. You know, I got yeah. a lot of people here, so that's a good thing. You know, supporting the retails and the brick and mortar. So, um, thanks, everybody. And I was in the olive oil business with his father a long time ago. It's Costas. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I I really enjoy the cigar. This is my second time I've had this. And I like it a lot. Yep, his brother brought, brought, a, brought a bunch of them back with him. All right, the fiddler, Chuck. Yeah, the cigar was nice. Uh, I think it was it's my wheelhouse for that cigar since it was a uh, medium to full. Um, had a good time tonight. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Alex, the GC. Always almost done. Yes, yes. Very good cigar. Um, I like, you know, like Javi said, it's, it's something I would buy a few of, definitely. You know, would I go buy a box? I don't know, maybe, you know. But, um, Nick, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. You know, I reached out to you, you know, a few weeks ago, and uh, just glad you were able to make it and jump on the show. Nice, Bucky. Well, I hope everybody enjoys a uh, solid long podcast. You know, this was a this was a good one. Um, jam packed with stuff. Yeah, yeah. jam jam packed. Um, no, having a great night. Appreciate all the special guests, and uh, yeah, it was a good cigar. So, hope everyone had a good night. Joey, hey, how are you doing? All right, what's happening? Where you at? Yeah, that was an excellent cigar that we had. I enjoyed it. Uh, I would definitely buy it again. Uh, I don't know if I buy a box of it though. But uh, I would definitely pick up some singles here and there. Yep. All right. And uh, 
Shout out to Walter. Thanks for joining us. And uh, buyinsign.com. What's his name? Nick? John? John. John. Buyinsign.com. And you can see the uh, winning football that was signed football here at Grumpy's. It's been donated to the store. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And then we got uh, Nick Goss. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, I had a, a controversy uh, uh, thought, but we ran out of time, so I'll just leave you guys all with it. Um, what is it? JFK shot first. <laughs> <laughs> We've done JFK before. Come uh, on, okay, all right. He shot first. All right, and this is your humble announcer, <laughs> producer, Cigar Hack Dave. And we have to say thanks to the listeners. You made it through another one. Uh, social media tags, Cigar Hacks. All over the usual channels Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhex.com. Hey, and Facebook. Facebook. Send us an email, cigarhex at cigarhex.com, like nobody did this week. Okay, see you next time with Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking frozen cars, frozen batteries, I should say, uh, cigars, etc. And collectibles. Oh, collectibles, yeah. Delectables.